Welcome to Kingsway's weekly podcast. We hope this message blesses you. Thanks, Ben. It was great today. Uh, spot on with the music and the words, absolutely, you know. And Sarah, spot on with you getting up. Joe, who were else? There was somebody else who did it. Oh, I will. I will. I will. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, it, were, it was, everything was spot on. Um, I weren't going to minister what I'm going to minister right. I'd got, God teaching me some massive lessons, and I was just going to share all them with you, so I sat down. I said, right, Lord, wh- wh- what shall I, where shall I start? He said, I don't want you to do that. And I had nothing at all, but then, you know what Dad's like? He just pours it in and... Wow, what a great lesson. What a great lesson. Um, I've been as high as a kite since God gave me this word because, isn't he good? Because he he doesn't just give you a word for each other. He gives you something for you too. And it kind of really, really stirs you up and brings some more revelation of who he is and what he is and who we are and what we are. And and it's mind-blowing. It's, it's just wonderful. So, I, whoa. I just want to thank him, Father, for this great down-to-earth word. It, it's not supposed to be long, but... Why are you lot at back? Why don't you come at here, at front? Come on. You get the blessing here, you know. <laughs> I could do what I want today because I might not be preaching again for a while. So Andy said I can indulge myself, didn't you, Andy? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. But anyway, what, what I want to talk about today um, is that right up your street, Sarah, where you're at, and, and, and same where I'm at, and, and it's all to do with choices and the choices that, that we make. Um, I think especially as mums and dads, um, our children make some what we wouldn't call very good choices. Um, speaking from um, a personal uh, life, that's been the case with me with all my 11 kids. And they've made decisions that I really, and choices that I really would not have made. And even though we've sat them down and we've advised them, we haven't talked at them, we've advised them. Um, Kids always know better. Well, you know what? We weren't, way, we weren't any different. We were exactly the same when we were kids. We thought we knew better than our mum and our dad. Yeah, it's true. But you know, that's, that's how it should be, Sarah. That's how it should be. Because our children have got to learn for themselves. They can take their advice, and that's wonderful if they do. But if they don't, it's okay because they have to learn their own lessons of life. We have our four sons, and they have to learn in in, in just that small area. And the choices they make uh, sometimes can have, and we make, sometimes can have repercussions, and we do. Whatever we saw, we do reap. Uh, But often, hopefully, we learn from that. So we've always got 
choices. Every single one of us has choices that we make. Um, we have a choice who we marry. We have a choice uh, whether we want to have children or whether we don't. We have choices on a, buying a home, which home to buy or, or what not to buy. And we have um, uh, choices in what employment we take and what, or what career line we go down. It's, it's all choices. And sometimes we make good and sometimes we make bad choices. Now, some of us, because we're all made different, you know what? One of the best things we can learn is to accept ourselves as we are. This is how God made us. He made me with a very loud, powerful voice. And he made um, the one who's answering his phone now, Alan, he made him quiet and laid back. And that's perfect. But we have to accept how God made us. Whether anyone else accepts us or not, it, well, it's tough. This is who we are. Um, and I'm glad now. I'm glad I am who I am. And I'm glad I, I always wanted to be like you, Alan, laid back. And like Sharon, you know, not pushy like. I always wanted to be that way and used to fight it. No, I don't anymore. I think I'm amazing. I think I'm great. I don't think there's another one like me. And there's no one like you, Sharon. And there's no one like you, kidder. We are perfect because this is how God made us. But we still have these choices and sometimes we make the wrong choices. So some of us, this is where I was getting to, some of us are a bit more cautious on the choices we make. I think you are one of those people, Andy. No, that's who you are. That's what I'm trying to say. It's who we are. I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh, let's do it. Let's go. Let's, you know, I don't think, but I just thank God he's given me a husband that says, whoa, and reins me back. No, I mean, that's good because two come together, become one. That, that's a really good team, isn't it? Strengths and weaknesses, that's what marriage is all about. So sometimes um, some of us are a bit more cautious and uh, sometimes we can lose out too because we're a bit more cautious and sometimes we make mega mistakes because we're, let's go and get it. Right? Now, you may seem to think at the moment, this is a bit negative, but I'm going somewhere with this, okay? <clears throat> now, um, choices can lead to mistakes, but they can also bring great joy and great satisfaction. Carry on, Boaz. Preach it, boy. <laughs> now, some choices seem good and end up bad. And when we look at Calvary... And what happened there, I bet the disciples thought, that is a wrong choice you made, God. Your son is dying on that cross. What's this all about? Why are you taking him from us? All this wonderful healing and loving that Jesus, and now you've taken him. And I bet they thought, you've made a big mistake here, God. But wow. <laughs> The outcome was absolutely glorious and life-giving. And you know, sometimes that's in our lives too. We think, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have done that. What have I done? What have I said that for? And 
And you know, you, you, there's nothing you can do. You just got to go along with it and see how it how it pans out. And when I look at some of my children, I know they've made wrong choices, even though from time to time, like I said, we've sat them down and advised them. And you know, even now, <laughs> which is pretty young in their age, they come and say, you know what, ma'am? And they say, you were right, you were right. And we always said, we didn't say it to be right, we said it to protect you from whatever, yeah, and some of the decisions. Now, you know, sometimes those parents, and this is what I want to say to you, sir, you're spot on. You're spot on. Because we, we think we know better. Well, I did. But now I don't. Now I've learned, let them, if that's where they want to go, if that's what they want to do, let them. Because you know what? They've got a big daddy in heaven who's bigger than us and who lives in us, yeah, who watches over them. And let's not stop our children having those. And Maggie, it was Maggie Werner that was saying how well, you know, she had done and she's, she wasn't going to amount to nothing. You see, I'm coming to this. I rush ahead of myself, don't I? But we have the fullness of the Godhead living and dwelling in here. Now, I'm not going to go there yet. I will later on, but I want you to, to grab hold of that, yeah? So, it's not made us like robots, especially religious ones, and nothing worse. Religious robots that just, you know, don't have feelings, just do this, do that, do the other. Thank the Lord that he gave us a choice. And I think it's in the Old Testament. There's loads of scriptures in the Old Testament that say about choosing. And it's about choosing life. It's up to you. God said you can have. And it's the same today. This is a gospel of good news. It's the same today. You choose life or you choose death. doesn't mean you're going to hell, right? I need to specify, and I can say that today because it's, in my heart, it's my tr what I've learned, it's true. We're not a religious robots. He's given us this great and wonderful choice. Right, let's get on to some good stuff, shall we? <laughs> um, good, solid stuff. Here I go. Let me get this up. I was so glad the Lord brought me back to this psalm because this psalm, has, well, parts of it have been a real, real help to me. So when I started to read, it says, oh, yeah, Lord, you give me this, didn't you? So it's in the message. I hope we can get it up there. And it's chapter two. And this is, this is actually, this psalm was written by David when he was trying to escape from Absalom. If you don't know about that, Google it. Google everything now, can't you? Okay, so it says, Why the big noise nations? Why the mean plots peoples? Earth leaders push for position. Demagogues and delegates meet for summit talks. The God deniers, the Messiah defiers. Let's get free of God. Cast loose from Messiah. Heaven throne God breaks out laughing. He's first, at first he's amused at their presumption. And then he gets good and angry. And you know, it's all right to get angry. <laughs> it 
If you get angry with kids, don't worry, it's okay. Because he's getting angry with his kids, he says. At first, he's amused at their presumption. Then he gets good and angry, angry. Furiously, he shuts them up. And this is what he says. Don't you know there's a king in Zion? <laughs> a coronation banquet is spread for him on the holy mountain. Let me tell you what God said next. He said, you're, and he, listen, he's talking to the world here. He's not talking to believers. He's talking to those highfalutin leaders who think they know it all. And all they want to do is power and money grab, yeah? He's talking to them. And he says, you're my son. And today is your birthday. What do you want? Name it. Nations as a present, continents as a prize. You can command them all to dance for you. Or, and this is a choice. This is a choice. And, whoa, this is a choice that the world makes. We call them the world. The people make. Or you can throw it out in the trash. We have that choice. We can have a great big birthday party and sit down and celebrate at this amazing banquet, or we can think, oh, I'm not bothered. Doesn't mean he puts his hand off us. It doesn't mean he doesn't stop chasing us, opening doors, sending people in our path, yeah? Because he loves everybody, just the same. So, rebel kings, use your heads. Upstart judges, learn your lesson. Worship God in adoring embrace, celebrate in trembling awe, kiss Messiah. Your very lives are in danger, you know. His anger is about to explode. But if you make the right choice, if you make a run for God, you won't regret it. All these choices, nothing's changed. Not even for us as believers, and for those people outside, it's the same. You see, you were Zion. Ben, you are Zion. You were the church. And the fullness, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is right here. I'm going to come to this in a minute. It's so good. Really so good. <laughs> and you said, a coronation banquet is spread for him. And that's spread for you and I and for the world. Yeah, glory to God. Everything is solved because he said, worship God. You know, you don't have to try to love people. When you have that relationship and it grows, that relationship's growing all the time through our, what we call trials and tribulations. It's all growing and we're learning to trust him more, and this relationship is getting thicker and thicker, and we're learning to trust him more. It's a journey, but he's always there. He's, we're his kids. Remember, you're his child. You're his child, and children learn. Like we were talking, Sarah, about your boys, your children. You know, he's, he's the father of them all. He's the father of all us. We're his kids. So that we, it, we are top of his agenda, right? We're looking, after, we're looking after Maggie today. We're looking after Sarah. We, actually, we're doing them all today. And he's there because he's here. If you know him, 
If you're not Jesus, he lives in here. Many, many, many years ago, when I'd gone away from the Lord, he hadn't got away from me, gone away from the Lord, um, and then I came back to Jesus, God bless him, um, through our Zoe, uh, having an ear operation and nearly dying. And it's a long story, but to cut it short, I didn't think God would ever forgive me for all the mess I'd made of my three wrong choices, my kids' lives and my ex-husband's life, and it was a real mess. But God brought me back. You know, it made a way to, to show me that don't matter, I love you anyway. I love you anyway. And it changed my life. And that's many years ago before I knew him as a father, which is, is quite different from then. And I found this scripture um, in, in the uh, New Testament about greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And that the three, the Godhead, live and dwell and have the being in you, or something like that. And you know, something, I didn't get the full revelation, but I thought there's something here. It became so rich. And all these years on, 40-something years on, I'm now beginning to see what that really, really means. And it, whoa, it's, it, it's amazing. I'm running out of myself. Whoa. Um. So making wrong choices, governments make wrong choices, city councils make wrong choices, cuts are always being made because of um, they've not handled the money right. I'm not being political, it's just choices. You always have a, a repercussion from a choice, it might be a good one, it might be a bad one. Um, you hear them screaming in this psalm, let's get free of God, let's do it our way, and you know, we do it our way, it just tumbles down around you. But when we do it his way, when we make those choices, which I'm going to come to in a minute, not going to be along tonight, but Whew, hallelujah. So let's get free of God, let's do it our way. But it says, when we see what God does in all this, what's going on even today, the world is like, well, it's topsy-turvy, in it? Wherever you look in the natural, it's a mess. But let me tell you that God is laughing up there. He's laughing because he's got you and he's got me and he's got a whole lot of billions of people that are getting more revelation about who they are in Christ Jesus and what they carry everywhere they go in Christ Jesus. And that's... Listen, you'll not get it yet, but you carry the fullness of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The fullness, the, the, the fullness that created the moon, that created the stars, that created the sand, created the seas. That fullness dwells in you and me. And when something little goes wrong, and this is how we learn on our journey, this is not a get at, this is talking about me personally, we think, oh my goodness, it's all falling down around me, it's all, whoa, we carry this fullness inside. I'm going to show you what I do in a minute. And then he says, 
furiously, he shuts them up. And you know, he must have a very loud voice, God. He shuts them up. He says, don't you know there's a king in Zion? Don't you know there's a king in Zion? All your situations, all your problems moving, providing all in here. You carry. Now, I haven't got it all yet, but I'm getting it. And it's absolutely changing the way I think. And that's a good thing. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, let me tell you what God said again. You're my son. World, you're my sons. You're my daughters. Today's your birthday. What do you want? Name it. Now, as many of you know, we've been selling our house. And I was looking up online because we went with purple bricks. And we, all in all, we'd had 20 uh, viewings and some cancellations in that, right? And I've got a house that's got 14 rooms. And I've been keeping that house like show house every single day, every day. I'm with, thank Lord, I've just got one son. But when the other son came home, it was, they're not, you know what kids are? Oh my goodness, they're bedrooms, yeah? And it's been really, really, really hard work. So much so that I've cried. I've been so tired. I've cried. Trying to get, and you know, everybody comes, oh, it's beautiful. This house. Oh, you know. And Roy says, for goodness sake, it's a flipping show house we're living in. But we do anyway, but not like, like with these viewings. So we, we always pray. We go to bed at night. Me and Roy always have a little talk and then we pray. And we hadn't had a viewing for a, just over a week, wasn't it? And Roy said, Lord, Please send us viewers to see the house, even if it's just to encourage us, yeah? So I'm, sat, I'm laying there thinking, oh, yes, Lord, we do need viewers. So we said goodnight, we had a kiss, and we said goodnight, and when I turned over, I said, Lord, I don't want viewers. Let the next person come be the one who's going to buy it. And I left it at that. So anyway, we had this viewing on the Monday, one book for the Monday and one for the Saturday, wasn't it? Am I right? Well, it don't matter. It were in that week anyway. So I went online and it tells you who's coming to see your house. And <laughs> it was a doctor, uh, a Dr. Joanne. I can't remember her last name now. And it don't matter. And I thought, oh, flicking heck, it's a doctor again. Sorry, Dr. Irvin. And Roy said, oh, cancel it, cancel it. Because we've had doctors before. And I mean, it's quite nice where I live, but it's not really a doctor area. You know what I mean? You, you'd fit in great, actually, love. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It wasn't really a, a doctor. So I said, no, I said, you prayed. You prayed for the Lord to say, give us some viewings, give us two. So, you know. Let's go for it. Yes, you're right. You're right. We did. We did. We did, Am. So this doctor, lovely girl, Scottish microbiologist, and her husband, Indian, 
Rajid is really, really bubbly, lovely person. And they fell in love with the house. They absolutely loved the house. Well, a lot of people had loved the house before, but now come of it, you know. So, anyway, we get to that night, they'd gone home and they sent us, um, like, how much it would be, yeah, how much they would offer. Well, it was well below what we wanted, yeah. I wanted 190, right? To, so we can go and buy something. So um, I'm sat there. I said, oh, Lord, what do I do? And I heard the Lord said, 193. Right, okay. So I typed it in, 193. Right, we'll go away and do our mass and, uh, and, and we'll see what we can come up with. Anyway, the next day, the email, yeah, it's a third price. We'll, we'll make that offer and we'll go and see if we can get a mortgage. I'm thinking... Oh, my goodness. I was going to ask 190. But you, this is what I'm getting. Who do we carry, Ben? That's right. Where does he live? Where does he live? Where does the fullness of God live? Absolutely, Tony. He's here. Thank the Lord for prophecies. Thank the Lord for people praying over our lives. But you know what? He's here. And we talk to him here. Yeah? That's, that's what you, you, you do, however you want. I still close my eyes and pray. It's just the way I am. I've always done it that way. But it's talking here. It's speaking here. It's saying, Lord, I, I don't know which, which way to go. Now, we've got three little puppies. Normally, they're gone by eight weeks. It's ten weeks now. Anybody want a pup? Puggy pup. <laughs> no, seriously. And, and I'm panicking, not for the finance, but for these little puppies. Because they need their own home. Because they're in this little room. And they need to be held and cuddled and... You know what I mean? And I said, Lord, you really, really got to help us here. I still haven't got an answer there. But you know what? I've learned it's okay. He's got his hand on that because he's here. And this is where peace reigns. And I think that's what Sarah said, wasn't it? That she got that peace. You got that peace. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And it was so good. Thank you, Sarah, for that, really. Because we've been there and done that and got the T-shirt. So I feel for you, and I know it'll be okay. Everything will work out right. Our kids are amazing people, and you are awesome. I'm so pleased to hear where you're at at this moment. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. He is amazing. He is absolutely amazing. So you carry the fullness of God in here. You do, you do. You've got, you got to say it. You've got to know it. You've got to say, Lord, I don't understand what Anne's on about, but please, please show me. Well, it's in the scripture. You know, you are the temple of the living God. By the Holy Spirit, he's here. He's here. He dwells in me. So it looks like I'm talking to myself sometimes in kitchen and rent house, but I'm actually talking to him. And I'm being real. If I'm having a issy fit, you know, I'm saying, oh, Lord, I'm really not happy in this situation. I mean, our Chris kicked him out last week. No, seriously, wacky-backy stuff. That's what we said, that. <laughs> I'm not saying out, Anna. But, you know, seriously, you know, and, and 
and your heart, you, it, it hurts. It really, really hurts. Because, you know, me and Dad always say, our rules, Chris, this is our home, your home, but it's our rules. And sometimes, you know, it's tough. It's tough. He's back now. He's back now, and he's sorry, and he's doing really well. But sometimes we miss that. Sometimes we don't always make the right choices. But there you go. So, where am I up to? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. So, praying is actually speaking to the most whew, amazing Godhead who lives and dwells inside of us. I think that's awesome. And that's why when we really get hold of this and how wonderful our salvation is, that God so loved us, that God made the right choice and Jesus obeyed that choice. What God, he had a choice. He had a choice in the garden, but he chose to obey his dad. I wish he all took after you, Jesus. <laughs> Some of them do, I know. But that choice looked bad, but it was a good, it was a good choice. So I choose a birthday every day. I'm not going to the point, oh, I won't bother. No, thank you, I'll do it my way. And I have done, and maybe do it again. But you know what? Because he's me dad, and he never gives up on me, it'll be okay. Would you give up on your children? No, no way. No matter what they did, what they said, even when I kicked Chris out, I didn't give up on him. We pray, we, pr we always pray, we pray for our kids every single night. And we pray that those decisions that they have made, that, that God, Dad the Father, God the Father, will turn them around for good. So how much more does the one, the Father who created us all, just move heaven and earth to, to get that situation, to get that place for you down there in, in, in down south in Cornwall. What is it? You know, it, 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 it is there. Since the house was sold, I mean, doing all the searches and everything, it's like, you know, the big jigsaw and there's a big gap in the middle and then they want the house that's in and then the container that, we should have paid 137 pounds a week. No, God opened the door for one that costs 30 pounds a week. Same size of container to get all our stuff down to Wales, yeah? And, and, and then the woman knocks 10 grand off the bungalow I want, which is, I'd have given her the asking price. It was perfect. All ready for Esther, wet room. You can get in through. To, you know, every, all the pieces went in. And same will happen to you, Paula. All the pieces will be put into place. And it's just that trusting and listening. And if nothing's happened, don't panic. Because he's sorting it all out. He's making it all right. And so it's listening. Listen to what he's saying deep inside us. Now, I'm so glad that the Lord brought me to this. Because this is what I really want to preach on. But funny enough, it, it just came through as a... a as we went through what he was giving me. So, John 3, verse 16. I adore this, and it, you know this since you were a kid, but the revelation is just getting more and more as I keep looking at it. For God so loved the world that 
whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Now, I always believed that to perish was to go to hell, right? You just go to hell. If you don't believe, you go to hell. And you don't have everlasting, well, you do have everlasting, but it's in the lake of fire. That's what I believed. But a lot of things I've read and things I've heard and has really got me thinking, Father, would I want my kids to go to hell? Would I? No, no way would I want that. That's from a mother. Um, so I started to look into it, and, and the English word for perish means to get lost, to lose your life, go the way of the flesh, go bad, spoil, decay. The Aramaic word for perish means a slow, gradual, non-violent death, or to lose or to be lost. And these are taken, if you're a Greek scholar, from the word apolume. So you know what? I thought, that word doesn't mean go to hell. It means if you make the wrong choices, you reap what you sow, yeah? It means if you choose like these in Psalm 2, who like were ruling the world and, you know, were full of themselves, and no, we don't need, we don't need God, we don't need a Messiah, we can do it our way. That's the psalm, that's what it says, that's, that's all it's saying. And, you know, it says God got flipping mad, furious at him, and he says, hey! And he said, don't you know, today's your birthday. So we have choices, and those lovely people out there have choices who don't know Jesus. And you have a choice. You have a choice. You know what? The word of God is a two-edged sword. And there's a lot in this day and age where, where it's gone, you know, some, when we got, the, we got the Father God ministry and then the Grace ministry, and then for a lot of people, they put the Bible on the shelf and started to do it other ways, you know. And, but I'm telling you, the Bible is the inspired word of God, and that has all the answers in. And we just need more revelation on it to see it through the eyes of grace, to see it through the eyes of love, to see it through the eyes of a father who's not willing that any should perish. What did Jesus do? He had 100 sheep and one went astray. And guess what he did? He made sure them 99 were all right and he went and looked for the, for the lost one. Yeah? He didn't give up and he never gives up on this world. We heard, was it a couple of weeks ago about the dreams that Muslims are having and meeting Christ and all that? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. We are his love on this earth. And that's a choice we make. We realize who we are in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. So they're not perishing, they're lost. They're dying a slow, non-violent death. Without Christ, it's miserable. Without Christ, you can't. That's why there's so much divorce. Three and four times, five times, six times, some people marry. Because they can't satisfy that God shape. I used to call it the God shape. That deep thing inside us that needs to be filled. It's only Christ. It's only his love that can fill that void. And, and so they live these lives going spiraling down and down and down, not satisfied with anything, running after things, running after, you know, 
whatever, what all sorts of stuff, fill in the life, because it, that void is there. But we have that love. We have been the fullness of Christ. And wherever we go, you know, sometimes I can go in a shop and all the spirits say, go and give that, uh, that man, he's sometimes a man, give that man a hug. And he gives that man a hug. And it, oh, that was nice. I really needed that. And then starts crying. You've all had it. Most of you've done that look at Kath on that train. That's who we are. When you're sat next to someone on train, you know what? You are Jesus. You are the fullness of God. You are love. Sat next to that person who, who, who just probably doesn't know this love. And just those words of kindness and words of compassion. Now, Kath, you are to choose to speak to that person. It's a choice. Make the right choice. Do it. Show his love. Go into all the world and preach love. <laughs> that's the good news. Preach the love of God because that's who we are. We are the fullness of the Godhead of Christ. And whatever in our own personal lives and out there, hugs are amazing. They break down barriers, a little kiss on the cheek, you know, but it's listening. Listen to dad, listen to what he's saying to us in here. And he's just doing what he's asked us to do. So this world needs Jesus. I don't want him to be miserable, do you? I don't want him to commit suicide. I had the privilege of... Um, I won't tell you the ins and outs because it's too long and we need to watch time. Um, but I met uh, my uh, niece who, I, to be honest, I, di I, I didn't even know she existed. Uh, but when I didn't know, I started to remember. But I had a brother who got tragically killed and he had a, a little son and he had a daughter with two different ladies. Um, and I... Through my niece on another niece on Facebook, I found out that this lady, she's called Carol, is my niece, and uh, she lived three doors down from one of my best friends, um, Pauline, we brought up in church with. And so I, I inboxed her, and because I wanted to, I wanted to love her, I wanted to sh share on her, you know, you know what I mean. Anyway, we we. After a few weeks, she didn't contact me. So, and I said it was no problem if she didn't want to contact. It was okay. Um, and then my friend Pauline met her and she said, well, I have, but I didn't know what to do. Anyway, it all ended up. We met and we had the most lovely, loving day um, in this garden centre. And I just loved on her. And I know that that has impacted her life. And the tragic thing is, her brother had only committed suicide a few months before. So she was in a right mess and needed to know somebody loved and somebody cared. And that's what it's like in it out there. There's been like, if you watch Coronation, because I like the soaps, yeah. I think they're great. I think a lot of them show a lot of what life's like. And they've just done one on Coronation Street about this young lad committing suicide, which was a real shock in the storyline. But it was to highlight how many men uh, uh, from the age of 30, I think, is it, to 37 right, or something, or uh, 57, I'm not sure, are just committing suicide. There's, there's hundreds every day because they're lonely. They're lonely, they need love, they need someone. And we are that someone. 
I'm not, and I'm not putting loads on your shoulder. I'm just saying, be who you are. I mean, me and Kath, we're complete opposites, aren't we, lover? Complete opposite. But we can still do the same loving work, can't we? Isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? Because the same fullness of the Godhead lives in you, kiddo. And you listen. And, and you push yourselves, even though you're a bit that shy. You did it. You did it, and you broke that ice and loved on that woman. Isn't that great? Isn't that a privilege? Isn't that an honor that we can be Jesus on this earth? What an honor. What a privilege to share his amazing love, to have the fullness of God wherever we go, wherever we do, supermarket, pictures, or whatever. We have the fullness. We have his love, and that is just Bursts out, and the more we walk with him, the more we trust him, the more we love him, the more it pours out. A choice. A choice. I choose. I choose. You know, so when we're worshiping, I just, I'm like this. Because, and sometimes I hug myself because I'm giving Jesus and Dad a hug. Because they're here. I'm never, 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 never on my own. Even if I'm messing up and making a wrong decision, I'm still never on my own. But he is always with us. And I really believe this next revelation that's coming about this fullness of God will realize that we carry that power. And I will never be afraid anymore. I will have no fear anymore. Um, yeah, yes, that's right, Lord. Um, I met with two friends who, are, who I used to be their youth leader, and I'd not seen them for years. And Facebook's a very, very good thing if you use it wisely. And um, I met up with them. We arranged to have lunch. And um, it was so lovely. And I shared, I shared quite a bit of this, actually. And we just shared and loved and hugged and kissed, you know. And when we were going, we got to the car and we're kissing and saying, you know, we mustn't let this go. Like, we must keep in contact and that. And she hugged me. She says, you know, today, for the first time, you've taught me. And I know it's all the spirit in you. I'm not afraid of death anymore. And she's lived her all a Christian life. And she's still going to church. You know, all a Christian life. She's been full of fear of dying. And now that she has no fear, and that's the love of God. That's you and me sharing and showing love to each other as well. Let's not forget the body because that's important. We need that fullness to flow through us to touch lives and to love on lives. So you are Zion. So let your choice be Psalm 2. And happy birthday, everybody. Every single day. Come on. Paula, it's your birthday. You want that flat sold and a new flat for your brother. Ha yeah? Do you, want a, you don't want the nations yet? Maybe you do. Yeah, you do, because that's what you and your brother will do. You'll touch the nations, so say yes. Yeah? Get in, it's a message translation, and it's your birthday. So here we come south. Yeah, happy birthday, Joe. Happy birthday, Tony. That's Dad. You want his promises? Of course you do. They're there. You promised to love each other when you got married. It's never changed. In fact, it's got stronger, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah? Well, that's exactly the same with our dad. He's given us all these promises. 
And he said, take them, Jackie. Take it. The promise is yours. It's not, oh, well, maybe not for me. I'm not that, I'm really not that good. And I do let him, oh, give over. Do you, do you favour one of your children more than the other? mean he has no favorites we're all his favorites I might be a bit more than you but I'm joking I'm joking we're all his favorites so the promises are for all of us and I choose Andy to believe it so it's my birthday today it's your birthday thank you it's your birthday Sharon it's your birthday Paula Sarah nothing to worry about you just leave them you know about that, that lovely song that you sang today? <sighs> oh, and that's, I just had a vision, but I didn't want to get up because I was preaching. We're on about the, the, the heavy load. The load, he takes that load. We're the one who loads ourselves up. It isn't him who loads us, it's us. And he gets heavier and heavier because we're trying to do it our way. So what we actually do is throwing the promise out in the trash. No, 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 no. The promises are to his children, you and me. And I'm going on now. It's gone five past six. But his promises, his choices are for you to be so blessed, to be so favoured, and to be so full of love that this lovely world is going to come to Jesus. Well, to know him, to know him, because you don't know, but they will know because of you and because of me. It's amazing, isn't it? Father, we thank you for your great, 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 great love. And I'm so glad, Lord, and we are so glad that we're your kids and that you love us so unconditionally and you meet us exactly where we are. Wherever we are, you meet us because you know us inside and out. There's nobody like you, Lord. You're just awesome. And we just want to say thank you for loving us, Lord. And just let us, Lord, get more and more of this revelation of who we are in you, Lord, and what we carry and what you've given to us, Lord, by precious Holy Spirit. And we just give you all the glory, all the praise, and we worship you. We worship you. We wo- and I'll just thank you, Lord, for that song, the Lord of the dance. Oh, it's amazing. Those words are just all about being united together, being united with you, Father. I just want to thank you for Timo and the ministry, that prophetic ministry you've given way ahead of, of when the revelation drops, Lord. Just thank you so much. You are amazing. And everybody said, Amen. We hope this message blessed you. If you're hungry for the more of God, if you want to be equipped to live the normal Christian life 24-7, see miracles, walk in healthy relationships, and discover Christ in you, then why don't you head over to www.idestiny.org.uk. iDestiny is Kingsway's five-month full-time ministry and discipleship school, starting both in March and September every year. For more information on Kingsway Church, please visit www.kwcm.org. And for more information about our destiny, please visit www.idestiny.org.uk. Have a great day.